What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 10 of the Latino Nord Order podcast. I am your host, Felipe. Took a little sabbatical, you could say, but we are back. A lot of news to discuss. I have a very special guest with me today. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, you can call me Anthony F. That's kind of what I go by on the podcast because I really don't like saying my last name ever. Uh, it means flowers, Felipe, in English. Uh, and uh, I'm the host of a sports podcast for now called Beards and Balls. Uh, you can find it pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. If you do happen to go give it a listen, you know, leave us a review. Be nice. Don't be rude. I hate people who are rude. And, uh, you know, give us a five star rating it, it helps apple's algorithms are, are really really weird about that yeah it's yeah i feel that so you need to stress that they write you a review, a review because that's kind of what matters with apple which is weird not stars it's the reviews yeah it's my whole little spiel at the end of the podcast but um <laughs> oh look at that <laughs> professional sort of i it's been a while since i've done this so a really long time actually so <sighs> Not nervous, but um, just kind of intrigued to see. I was like listening to myself talk earlier, and it was kind of weird. Um, you, you do get over it. Yeah, I think so. It. I was on a roll for a bit, and then job, girlfriend, life happens. Dude, you know? 50, I, I realized the other day while recording, I kind of asked one of my co-hosts, hey, it's, you know, what number is this? And he's like, oh, yeah, we're 55. And, I'm, and I, I kind of like it oh wow this is just kind of a sunday evening thing that we do isn't it now nowadays it's it's normal yeah we had a lot of content this year so i chose like the good year to start a podcast there's but, a lot of content and we're getting more which we'll get into here in a little bit but we haven't even we didn't even get to talk kenobi or all these other crazy things that yeah i had that like so plan. much happening i had that like plan and then i was like you know what it's it feels kind of good to just like listen and just watch I know. and let other know. people do the podcasting. Um, but I picked up a second job. I am in a really good relationship now. So life happens, but that's not what we're here to talk about. No, we're here to talk about we're Hall here H. to talk about Hall H is back. Comic-Con is back in full effect. San Diego Comic-Con was this weekend. Got a lot of good news, a lot of crazy stuff that we'll get into in a little bit. But first and foremost, uh, the last podcast I did was ironically the short little solo Thor Love and Thunder trailer review yeah. that I did. And uh, I feel like we're going to butt heads on this one, but that's what we're here for. I we probably are. Yeah, that's fine. I am. But it's okay if you tell me you don't like it because it's okay to not like it. Uh, we will be talking spoilers of Thor Love and Thunder. So if you haven't seen the movie, but are listening to this podcast by some weird uh, imagination that just happened to cross your paths, uh, go ahead and exit out of this podcast, save it, and come back later. Ah, mm -hmm. uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I'll pull up my tweet that I stated about I'll it. I'll tell you because what. Because I, uh, I'll tell you word for word what I said. I liked some of it. I loved some of it. And I, disliked a lot of it there okay you and i are on the same wavelength here then because there's um, a lot of things i didn't like i 
I think we might be the same on the on on, on some of the things because there's there's one big thing that I didn't it feel I didn't like, like the fucking ending. Times. I didn't like the fucking okay. ending where uh, she dies. That, but like, so I I'm okay with her dying. It's more so okay. So is she really dead thing. though? There's one thing well, that saved well, this okay. fucking. There's that, one thing that saved this movie for me. It, it's eternity, and, and that's a Ted Lasso thing, which we'll talk about later. Oh, okay, okay, we'll talk about it later. But okay, so here's 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 my overall problem with the movie, and I enjoyed it, but but I also I'm at this stage of my fandoms in general where I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of shitty things in the world. I'm gonna like things. I'm gonna love things now. Yeah, uh, more so than I. You know, I used to pride myself on being a grump, not with Marvel anymore. The problem is, Felipe, is I think that this story that they're telling on Thor, it's it's still that he's finally coming into his own. The problem is how many movies has has he come into his own at this point already? Because that yeah, was a big thing about Ragnarok. That's also that was a big I, thing about Avengers. Yeah, that's also what I had talked to uh, my brother about because he absolutely did not like the movie at all. Um, I did state that, like, you know, at a certain point, um, how much I think the way I phrased it was, um, how can you, how much can you like write in about? like Thor not necessarily finding himself but like the dealing with confidence issues the trope of like I this is my big issue with not not the movie but the way they've Mm -hmm. kind of treated Thor as a character they have been writing Thor loses someone every fucking movie and that's oh absolutely Um, absolutely I get that at pick, some point. We'll, I get, yeah, exactly. I get that at some point we'll probably get like Thor, like full on realize that, like, you know, he doesn't necessarily needs to kind of sit here and mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just really weird. Um, so, I thought Christian Bell was really awesome. I yes had another gripe that, um, you know, how like he became a grieving father. Mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie which they mm-hmm. wrote him really well my mm-hmm. nitpick issue is that i wish we had more time with like that's one of my favorite comic book panels is the fight leading up to him yeah yeah i mean gore the god butcher also i wish we had more time with jane foster that, okay that is my i have i have a few big gripes and that's so I'm going to talk about another one real quick before I get into Jane Foster, because it does tie into all this whole thing that we're talking about a, a little bit. But there are times in this movie where the dialogue and and the scene and the thing that they're doing, the things that they're doing in those scenes are very much just. Hey, this is Ragnarok or this is like Ragnarok. Hey, we're trying to create the same kind of chemistry and magic that you guys had in that other one. Yeah. It feels like they're they're feels like they were trying to just hit some of those same points again in a way that just didn't work. It didn't feel natural. And then on top of that, 
you know, every time that that Thor and, and Jane interact, sometimes it's great. Like when you show me their montage of them and their relationship, because that's something that you didn't really ever see ever. And it's also not long. It's okay, right? But give me some time with her as Thor. Like, why, why do you introduce her? And then, first of all, you don't even show me when she first grabs the hammer. Exactly. That's my big problem there, first of all. The biggest problem. I don't, you show me the fucking thing, start to shake and rumble a little bit, and then cut to, to, to Thor. I'm not a movie director by any means, but that, like, that definitely... Well, Suck. Look, I get the show don't tell thing. They didn't even sh- they didn't even show. Okay, that's that's oh, it's a problem. I get it. They were trying to wait for the reveal to be in the in that battle scene. Also, like the conversations of like to me, the conversation of them catching up took a really long time for it to be in the third act. Like, come on. Like, I understand it. I get it. But you not talked already. I also this, this is, is my biggest big person in your life. This is my big exactly. This is my biggest gripe. I was I was I was talking to my brother and uh, I was like, if you haven't seen your fiance for eight years in the MCU timeline, right? Eight years. All of a sudden she pops back, she pops back up. She's fucking Thor. She's the mighty Thor. She's able to wield your fucking hammer. And you find out that she has cancer. I needed more of that exposition between them. The more conversation, more of them talking. I did like that they pull from that comic book run. But at the same time, the the, the wins we got didn't really balance the, the losses. And like at, at the Wait. end of the and then I wish they would have kept Gore around. I don't know if he would have made sense in the bigger picture of the MCU. Okay, I so I, I, it's weird to say this, but this does feel like a movie that should have decided what it wanted to be. I get that it set up. It might have needed thirty. Picture. It might have somehow needed thirty more minutes. Exactly to breathe a little bit more because yeah. it felt it felt like they were trying to do too much in too little time, and. I'm not saying that it needed to be a three hour movie. It didn't need to be, you know, almost two and a half hours, just maybe two hours and 10 minutes, two hours yeah, and 15 minutes. I agree that it, it would have, it would have helped it breathe just a little bit. And you, you maybe could have snuck in a little bit of more, a little bit more gore. Okay. So here's the thing. These characters needed a little bit more time. Gore was great. Well, what, 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 but uh, which is why I would have liked to see a little bit more of him. Yeah. And same thing with, you know, just, well, and with Manly Portman, it's more so just the fact that this is Thor. This is the mighty Thor. And you're, you're not showing me a ton of her. Or at least enough of her. I don't need a ton. I just need enough. And there wasn't enough. Now let's talk about some of the more positive things. Dude. Do, okay. The positives for me. The goats, the fucking goats. The goats were great comedic timing, which is the only good comedic timing. When in this they slammed movie. into that moon, I, I wasn't expecting it. I really was not expecting that. The goats were great. one of the best parts to me. Uh, them, Russell Crow, Russell Crow, yeah, them going, them going to go see him, and then just that whole scene and dialogue and. 
and the voice, the accent, the his, everything about it. His take of Zeus is, first of all, like, like accurate to the mythology. Which yep. let me just grow out there, because people yep. are like, "Oh, he's a god. He's supposed to be big, fucking manly." Well, how about you do some fucking research first before you yeah. jump? Well, also, also, it, it also here's the other thing. Zeus can be literally it, okay. Fun fact about Zeus, and this is not a not 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 so much a fun fact, a dark fact. He has put himself into many women forcefully as many different things. He did it as a goose and as a ray of light. And so he can transform into a lot of things. You know, the fact that he looked like a little Harry Russell Crow with a with a little Greek accent, it, it, that's just one look for him. Oh, I love Plus, it. Also, yeah. I mean, the dude's bolt of lightning. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Love in the show of it. Love, love, I love the idea of the arrogance love. of the gods. Well, that's the whole... I think this movie is going to set uh-huh. up some type of god war that's going to be probably Thor 4, and we'll probably get that... Thor 5. Oh, yeah, Thor right? 5. Sorry. Yeah, Thor 5. Yeah, They're going to do a fifth Thor movie, aren't they? Well, yeah, they said... And I mean... Yeah, yeah, he will return. He will return. He You're will right. return. We also got the fact that now we have the actual visual representation of Valhalla, which I think think something you're, and I think you're, I'm going to ask. So what, what did you think of Gore's daughter and how they went about that at the end? Cause I, I hate that. Not that I actually, I I like the idea of Thor. I think the next phase for Thor is a character and it, okay. At least in this case, he, you know, he, he gained somebody Uh, is him, him being fatherly. You know, him having to be the, him having to finally, you know, really be an adult uh, more, you know, you know what I mean in terms of adult, in terms of how he behaves and the things he does. And he's got to be a role model. I'm like, just kind of annoyed because like, you just battled this little girl's dad. I know. And I know. you it basically w- are not the reason that he's dead, but he had to make no. a choice he had to make a choice he made the choice and yeah, now Thor's, and now Thor put like, up a picture on twitter of him holding up a sign that says you know i killed you but i'll adopt your baby that's that's what he did essentially and i it's get weird. that like it's him writing in his biological daughter because i didn't know that till i did research but mm-hmm. the little girl in the movie is chris hemsworth's actual daughter yeah which is fucking crazy too just the idea that that that's that they're going to get to work together like so that. i get the family aspect but something that i've really have been kind of hit or miss for me in phase four has been a lot of the comedic stuff uh hawkeye not a big fan uh like some of it because it set up the street level stuff well i like the wandavision stuff to me like moon knight was like the perfect like level of seriousness really and, and moon knight was like the Loki. perfect Loki, exactly. Loki to me is 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 still after all of the ones that have been done, it's still the shining jewel of them all. Where it's like, this is exactly what I wanted. It told us what was coming, and people okay. didn't listen. Okay, and that's I have, a, to, I have and, to tell you something. And that's a rant for later in the podcast. But oh, because okay, but real quick, uh, based off of that one quick statement, I know we're talking about Thor, but you did see what Kevin Feige said about um about Jonathan Majors, right? If there is anyone he'd rest the 
to the shoulders of the MCU. So and specifically, that he's a greater yeah. threat than Thanos. I mean, yeah. Well, obviously. he. Well, I, I. Well, but the best thing is like, there's nobody's shoulders I'd rather be putting on Marvel on uh, the Marvel the multiverse saga on than his. That is such a like. And and obviously, I'm a fan of the guy. I know you are too. But like, that is such an endorsement. It's I mean, a big endorsement. There's nothing that Marvel doesn't. Marvel does a lot of wrong and a lot of good. More good than of course. wrong. Of course. One of the best. They're not DC. One of the best thing he does is, and we'll get into casting. DC in a little bit too. Yeah, is casting. They've never missed on their casting, and I'm super excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Marvel loves actors. Remember, they may not be director friendly, but they love actors. Loki, That's, uh, Loki season, Loki that? season one finale is like that. Well, that whole season is probably the. Not probably. It is the best MCU show mm-hmm. and one of the best MCU properties. And it's so slept on because we've gotten so much cool shit lately. Because look at where it came out in between everything. But it's so slept on because people were like, oh, phase four is not really telling us mm-hmm. where the direction is and where it's going. If you're a comic book nerd, you already you know the knew little drops, as soon, the hints, the things. As soon as King happened in the little hints. And mm-hmm. then they dropped the big word in Multiverse of Madness, which was the word incursions. If you're a comic book fan, you know what that means, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, final thoughts on, on uh, or post-credit scenes, actually. Let's not talk about final thoughts. Love the yes. first post-credit scene. We got Idris Elba coming back as... I know. Just seeing him on screen. So oh, good. Man. Natalie Portman, God, obviously, him. being a god, goes to Valhalla, doesn't die. They all they're on I mean, Valhalla. You know what that, now my you question know what that is, means about Loki. Now my question is: Is Loki there? Loki. Is that Loki, Loki Loki there? Is Anthony Hopkins there? Is his mom there? Of, yeah, yeah. Is also, Hella I there? like. Also, it's like the other thing is like, what's her name? Uh, Sif. Where it's just like, man, you you got like friend zoned in the worst way. Sif was also underutilized in this fucking movie. Yeah, oh, she, I think, no. well, like, you have her pop up just to lose an arm. Exactly. That's literally it. Also, you're telling me that that Gore, the God Butcher, just left her there and didn't finish the job? or I don't think he's that type. I will say that... Granted, it was probably... I will say that Taika stated that he was the scariest villain. I found his take to be really good, but also kind of campy at times. Well, he could have been. He was but like, I feel like the movie suffered because of the dialogue at times across the, the board, yeah, even with him. The dialogue made him look like a fucking goosebumps, fucking yes, oogie boogie man. You know what I mean? So yes, and I get it. They're playing within their their um, what's the word that that Marvel mold, but. Look at what WandaVision, like WandaVision, look at was what it really uh, Multiverse a Marvel of Madness. Or was it just Kevin letting Taika do whatever the fuck he wants? I don't even know if it, that's the problem though. Like, I don't, there are things that would normally work or, or not work, but they hit all of the Marvel things that you hit. The problem is it didn't, it felt like not enough of them landed. They were just poorly executed. Very poorly executed. Yeah, like the comedy, like the Marvel comedy, just like for, for it just didn't land. Uh, I want. I, I have a question for you. Do you think you're going to enjoy Guardians three? Yes, I think so too. Based on the despite feedback, Chris Pratt, 
which is weird to yeah, say nowadays. I'm I'm over it too. I'm over that stuff. I get it. Not a great human. But um at the end of the but day the character. It's a character. At the end of the day, I'll watch those, the character. At the end of the day, Guardians One and Two are some of my favorite MCU movies. So Guardians One still sits very highly because it it hit me in a very special. It's the one that the first time that I went to a Marvel to to a Marvel movie like ten times. I did go ten times. I saw that movie ten times, so many times in the Dollar Theater that year, that summer. It was so good because the because Star Lord's mom was my mom. You know what I mean? Like I get that. Yeah, I get that too. I I don't get that because I haven't had mom issues, but yeah. I don't want to say like, I, I have dad issues, so like oh, no, I, no, no, I no related mom, to like, like I, I related say no to mom like, issues. More so than just to like fucking, mom, you know. Uh I related to like you know, fucking Guardians 2 more cuz fucking oh, yeah. shitty so, dad. Specifically for me it's like, oh, well like it's that adoration that he has with his mom. Where it's like, oh yeah, thank God. Like I get it, Starlord. I get it. Like especially because like his soundtrack, because his mom is essentially the same age that my mom is from the same era, loved the same things. So it's like, oh, that's my mom there with cancer, isn't it? I'm like oh, but other than that, it was just a really really good movie. Same thing with the second one. Kurt Russell being his dad made sense too. It it, it honestly really did. Well, you know, you look at the character and you're like, that's a cool character. How do you make another cool character? Well, well, let's just bring in Kurt Russell because there's a natural coolness to this guy. You know, what can you say? But. Um... All right. So final thoughts about Thor, Love and Thunder. Actually, before you do that, let me just say. I the movie got saved by one beautiful appearance, one beautiful oh. appearance, and I didn't know if we were gonna get it, and we were gonna get it. Uh I want to say eternity, but um, I love that one. That was really cool. Oh, no, I was really stoked. That's about a big that. deal for me. Uh, you know how many fucking kids at school I that didn't know who eternity who eternity was or infinity or any of the other like oblivion or the other cosmic beings that are god dang it. Yeah, that was uh, really cool. I love but thing. um he's there, he's there, he's every fucking where Roy can't oh is in the fucking MCU. I don't care. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. I am I marked yeah. out so much for that. He is so- playing Hercules. We are going to get a Hercules and Thor showdown in the future. Yep. yep. And I am excited for that. I have to say, I'm so glad. The look for Hercules is that look straight out of the comics. Where he's yep. got the green little straps. He's got the little thing on his helmet. He's got the fucking club that he carries. I love it. I'm yeah, so fucking so excited good. for that. It's so good. I'm excited. And like, Ted Lasso fans here, like, Roy Kent plays the ultimate, like, badass. So he's been casted as a badass. And then it's kind of ironic that his dad is Russell Crowe. Just two very handsome men in the MCU. Going to fight another really handsome man in the MCU. I love it. I love it. Gorgeous, big, beefy men just slapping meats together. And oh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I'm so final, excited. final thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, but could have been better. I agree. I don't know what that was. Thank you, Kat. 
You know what's funny? No, it's funny. Oh, wow. As you said that, as I said that, Thor just tipped over behind me. Uh, he's like, fuck so, all you. I think he understands. We don't need a ranking, as as could be. but where do you put this in your Marvel Cinematic Universe? So I'm gonna I'm not gonna throw it in with the other ones because it's not even doesn't crack the top 15 at this point. Maybe maybe top top third. No, no, I'm kidding. Maybe top 16 ish. Maybe it's, it's like a B, It's like a B plus C <laughs> tier for me. I, I don't, I don't even it. know if it's B plus. I'm gonna just go with like a solid B. Okay, just a B. I won't give it a C because it's not C worthy. I've seen the I saw the first two Thor movies. I know it's not that bad. I would go ahead and say that for phase four it's better than eternals oh but that's not hard because i don't like it i did i just don't care for any of that movie uh interesting the, the look of it the the everybody's so bland everybody it's like there's nothing interesting about the characters in terms of like their look like i don't know i just wasn't it just didn't do it for me it just didn't do it for me but um i think it was better than eternals don't think it was better than uh multiverse of madness i don't think it was better than no way home and i don't think it was better than shang chi shang chi was better than black widow yeah it's towards the i would say for phase four it's towards the bottom of my list you keep talking i'm gonna let the cat out where black widow is there and that's not a really big issue black widow is definitely like my least one of the least favorite movies i would as much as i love eternals i would put it down there with uh l- least favorite top three movies of the yeah. of yeah. would be a phase four would be probably eternals because i really okay. liked it Thank so you. we'll set that one up high oh uh, you really like it i i really liked it but it doesn't be shang chi it doesn't beat multiverse of madness it doesn't beat the disney shows um, no and it doesn't beat no either. way home and it doesn't beat no way home so um then i would put probably uh thor and then black widow would be my least favorite movie uh black widow is, the, is really the weakest one i really enjoyed it i enjoyed all the movies but we unfortunately have your winners and your losers in the groups and that's what it is right so yeah for me it's like there 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 are a very there's a few of them it's just in general in the MCU that I just don't like the movie. Like I just didn't enjoy it. Didn't didn't click for me. I Eternals think, and Black I, Widow. I think something that gets overlooked on a lot was the ending of the Eternals was one of the most fucking wildest endings. Yeah. In okay. a Marvel movie in a really long mm-hmm. time. There's a fucking Oh, you're right. There's a fucking stone celestial now just chilling on fucking Earth. Like, yeah, point. like but what? still, it's just like you know, you know what that movie. I think like, it's weird. But I think the hardest. I think the one thing I did that threw me off totally about that movie, and it also threw me off about fucking Obi Wan at first, and I did not like it. Is Kumail? Mm. I don't know what it is. It, it, it's not. It's not him. It's not his performance. It's not. I like the guy. I like what he does. I like his. You know, I like him in things. But for some reason, it was so like, um, what's the word? I couldn't suspend disbelief because I'm like, oh, that's super Kamel on TV. That's just like, that's it, same, uh, him and Angelina Jolie because I'm like, I know those people too well. Like, it's so weird. Like, 
for the first I, I don't know for the first time with angelina jolie i thought to myself this marvel person is pretty uh she's a little too big for the for for marvel but anyways that's that's eternals that's another thing final thoughts on thor pretty much that could have been better yeah i agree could have been better not my favorite uh no definitely not but definitely not my least favorite thor movie it's right in the middle i would say well it's not uh, worse there's than, only four uh, right so it's not worse than dark world it's number two by default yeah kind of shitty default but yeah uh because i don't know if i i still don't know if i like one which uh, you know what to be fair i need maybe, to rewatch. i think that them, might be so bit, there you my, go my, i haven't my, watched my it. buddy sean over at metalcore nerds who did uh the year in review for, with me and did my artwork and stuff um he rewatched them leading up to Love and Thunder, and he goes, "You know what? Rewatching it again, I think people were a little too harsh on this movie." Me and him don't think- often agree, or we we like agree to disagree sometimes. So I kind of want to go back and see them, but I don't know if I'm willing to sit through that stuff. You know, I don't. I I can tell you the one that I know I don't like because I actually I've watched it. I've watched it a lot because I found myself in public places or areas where there's a tv and this is the one that they're always showing there's two movies that they show on tv with wreck without with the reckless abandon Philippe. they just show them all the time and it is they're both sequels they're both marvel movies and it's age of ultron and fucking thor dark world those i've seen it you know how many times i've been in a doctor's office and watched thor dark world a million times at this point so that one i can say i don't enjoy like even after having seen it recently i guess um the first one i need to go back and watch because it's been a long it's been years it's been years since i've seen that movie maybe i'll feel different about it yeah i need i definitely want to rewatch some of the stuff I haven't been able to rewatch in a really long time. But wrapping up, moving on to San Diego Comic-Con. We'll start off with the DC panel first, and then I will do we'll do all the Marvel stuff animated in live action together. So um, big rumor going into this uh, panel was that Deadline reported that we were going to get Henry Cavill back in some former capacity. Uh, there's famous people in this stratosphere that kind of had a mental breakdown on Twitter. And I'm not going to name names because that person's really high up on this list, but it was really funny to see someone. I wouldn't say funny. That makes you sound like a bully, but well, uh, you can't put weight on these things, right? Yeah. As yeah. someone who used to put a lot of weight on these things and was always let down when the rumors not happening, kind of gave up. The rumors. Especially if it's tied to DC. <laughs> well, this is why, like, you you know how I am about rumors and all the spoiler thingies, because I'm like, if half of it is one, I don't want it spoiled or anything, or I don't want to know. And two is like having having done this kind of a job. It's really frustrating to see. Um, oh, when your shit gets leaked, yeah, absolutely. Well, not no. It's really shitty to see bad reporting, or just outright lie report. You know, lies, or it's like, oh, that's not even true, but I need a headline. Or 
here's what I've glimpsed. Or, I mean, Grant, to be fair, plans change. But for a lot of these, it's literally just gotcha news. We need clicks so that you can come look at all the ads on our website. Mm. And that, that I, it drives me insane. And all this DC. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that is the double-edged sword of being a fucking nerd and yeah, being into 100%. this stuff. It's so it's it's like it's like when you're into wrestling think about did somebody not say that bruce pritchard was in charge of creative last night it was reported by like some bullshit twitter page yeah exactly think about how many twitter i know you this has happened to you you've been followed by a random ass wrestling twitter site that you're like what the fuck oh, all the time are you? all the time all the time and then you see them push out things and you're like well, where'd you hear that yeah exactly who are you talking to it drives me nuts so the, the DC panel was one of the most anticipated panels in a really long time. There was, we were expecting updates for Wonder Woman 3, the Aquaman yeah. sequel, the Batman 2, and other potential Batman spinoffs, but that indeed did not happen. All we got was Black Adam and Shazam. All we got was Dwayne. Not really complaining about that, but uh, the panel started off with uh, a new trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods. It shows the villains and it shows uh, just what the story's about. I'm really excited. I, I am too. You know I what do. I'm most excited for about it? What? I, I want you, you have to guess. Come on. You have to know me. I've said it. I think I've said it before. There's only one thing about this movie that has me so fucking stoked. No idea. <laughs> Dr. Fucking Fate. Oh, that's, that's I'm Black Adam. So, wait. Oh, you mentioned what? Shazam? Yeah, we're talking Shazam shit i i totally went back that's all right so here's i have to admit i have not seen the first shazam yet you need to watch it It i kept putting it off because i just didn't try remember it was right in that dark period of these of like real shitty yeah i gave i gave it a chance i actually uh ended up really it's my probably my favorite dc movie okay in, in the dc connected universe Okay. Or fucking nerds are gonna be like, well, you got the fucking Batman. Yeah, Batman's fucking great, but that's a standalone movie in, in its own right. We're not gonna it's bring its that own in. thing. Yes. We're not gonna bring it that into this world of shit. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the trailer's really good. You get uh, Lucy Liu and Helen Marin uh, <sighs> as the villains for this movie. So they're and, villains. Yes, they're villains. Because I know they were in the cat. Like I've seen the cast and their costumes, and they all look rad as hell. But I didn't know that Helen Mirren is going to be and Lucy Liu are They're playing the Daughters of Atlantis, I believe that's the name. Okay. Um, okay. Like as an so here's the thing, I'm not. I'm. I'll admit that I'm not too read up on Shazam in general. So a lot of this is, is and that, and I just also didn't watch the first movie, so a lot of this is kind of uh, new to me, which is exciting actually. Because that that was probably the one trail that one. Yeah, that that's the one I didn't I didn't check out because I, I checked out the Black Adam trailer, but you know again Doctor Fate that's why I, I messed that name up. It's the Daughters of Atlas. That makes more sense. Yeah, I completely butchered that, <laughs> but that's fine. People make mistakes. Uh, I'm excited. Those are two really great caliber actors that are going to be kind of in the. I mean, you got Lucy Liu, Charlie's Angels was kind of that like comedic seriousness. And I think that... And she, I know she can be a villain. Yeah, Kill Bill, right? I mean, oh, the best fight at 
the best. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to talk about that. You're going to get me all crying uh, here in a second talking about how much uh, I love that movie. They're the villains of the movie. Uh, Lucy Liu was there in person. Helen Marin uh, communicated through Skype, I believe, was what Comic Con was using. We got a new trailer. The only changes was that this movie is officially moving from a 23 release to December. So we'll be getting this movie in December. Um, thoughts on Shazam Fury of the Gods? So I'm very excited because now. So, like you said, I've heard that I should watch Shazam before from other people. Um, I just haven't gotten to it, but now I very much am because I'm, I like the cast. It's a big cast. It's full of really good actors. And I also really like Helen Mirren and I really like Lucy Liu. So I'm in on this movie. I mean, also remember what I said, Felipe, I'm trying to love things nowadays. Love them. Well, then, you know. Then we got uh, the Black Adam panel. Well, wasn't necessarily too excited about the Black Adam movie. The first trailer was very uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is trailer. Does that make sense? It was them saying we have Dwayne. It's him doing Dwayne things. Pretty much. Which is if you've uh, seen San Andreas, if you've seen Fast and Furious, if you see that's Dwayne things. <laughs> yeah. The, they released a sneak peek. It was more like a teaser trailer again, but mm-hmm. um, I am much more excited for this movie now. Uh, Dr. Fate great. is really cool. I'm excited that we're getting the Justice Society of America introduced. Fuck. Uh, it's got me excited. But what got me more excited is they revealed in the panel that Viola Davis is the one who sends in the Justice Society of America. So it was revealed that Amanda Waller will be in this movie, which then connects it overall to the he overall... Is there Nick Fury? Connects it to the overall arcing uh, story of... Well, I wouldn't say story, but connected universe of the DC world, yeah. shall we say. Um, pretty excited. The so, then The Rock came out, did his rock thing, came out fucking wearing the black adam did he come suit. out with a with a with a fucking flamethrower like he did that you're wrestling he came down in like how can i describe it like the i've seen wrestlemania 25 where Shawn michaels gets like yeah where he rises up that's how he came out but it was like smoke and like fucking like fake lightning behind him he is the most electri- are you sure it was fake he is the most electrifying man in could be real i don't know dwayne johnson He's giving off those Super could Saiyan pro- vibes could, almost. Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam could probably literally conjure up the power of fucking lightning for all I know, right? Uh, I'm gonna clip, yeah. gonna, gonna clip that. That was good. Um, was great. I'm excited for the movie, but I'm not really sure what to expect. While the- oh, it's DC. Just go. It's, here's the thing. Here's how you enjoy this movie, Felipe. You go in with a low bar, okay? Go in with the lowest bar you can. Think Suicide Squad one. And you're going to love this movie. That's all. What I mean is like, remember, don't expect much. And you're going to, you know, what you do get, you'll love. You know, might as well. It's. Did you enjoy Suicide Squad? I love Suicide Squad. So did I. Have you loved, uh, you loved all the Peacemaker stuff as much as I did, I'm sure. Um, I think, I think they're starting to finally find a direction. Starting to. And having Viola Davis as a as a through line kind of character 
is smart. You know, uh, I, I, I'm not going to say that I expect them to hit everything out of the park, uh, but I, I think this is an opportunity to really gain some goodwill with fans. Yeah. Plus, I, I, I mean, I'm sure the movie in the news for bad I, reasons. I, I, I'm sure the movie is going to have uh, it's Dwayne Johnson moments where he fucking where he his, fights an earthquake where he gives, like he did in San Andreas where he gives someone a rock bottom or something. But oh, overall, that going to keep my expectations low for this. Is but I'm excited with it. But I'm excited because you never really know what can happen. This movie looks really hit or miss. I'm excited for the Justice Society of America. I'm so excited about that aspect. Those guys look so good. Adam Smasher, Dr. Fate looks beautiful. I'm so excited. Look, so here's the thing. I have forever since a little, I was a little baby boy, not little baby boy, but a little boy, been a fan of Pierce Brosnan because that was the first James Bond I ever saw. And that was the golden eye James Bond and all that. So, and I love his work. I think he's great. So for me to see him in this is fucking wonderful. Now I need either Marvel or DC to start to go and say, hey, Sam Neill, do you want to be in the MCU? That's all I need now. He's already in the MCU. Well, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> that's true. Okay. Anyways. All right. Uh, Anyways. Moving on to DC now. Moving on to the Marvel Studios animation panel. This was on the this day. This is where this was the I day before. This was the day before uh, the live action uh, Marvel Studios Hall mm-hmm. H panel. Mm-hmm. So got some really cool things. We finally got a trailer for I Am Groot. It'll be seven short series, uh, short episodes, kind of describing some of Groot's adventures. Trailer looks really awesome. Bradley Cooper's back to kind of voice mm-hmm. baby Groot. Um, it's going to follow his glory days of growing up and getting into trouble among the stars. Uh, it'll premiere August 10th exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not seen the trailer for that one. Uh, I didn't know that they put the trailer for Groot, for I'm Groot. But, I'm excited, uh, but you can stick. I am excited because I you like can, You can stick this baby fucking tree anywhere and I'm there. Like with baby. Yoda, exactly. I'm there. Make so. him a baby, make him a teenager, whatever you need to, as long as he's not an adult. Well, no, here's the thing. Doesn't fucking matter. Just Groot in general is great. Yeah, agreed. Just in general, like it doesn't matter what he's doing. Just give me more of him. Let's talk about the one, Felipe. The one. We'll get the there. One. We'll get there. <sighs> so exciting. Coming up next was Spider Man Freshman Year, which, when first announced, was stated that it was supposed to be connected to the MCU. They revealed some details, which kind of mess things up but it's according it's canon to the to the marvel cinematic universe through the multiverse which i find really interesting uh spider-man freshman year spider-man movie coming out yeah spider-man freshman year is coming in 2024 the animated series will follow peter parker on his way to becoming spider-man in the mcu starting with his freshman year of high school peter's journey in the series will be unlike anything we've seen before and celebrates the celebrates the character's early comic book roots. And as far as what we know, what's going on, it's still pretty tight under the webs. You see what I mean there. <laughs> however, uh, however, writer and executive producer Tromel did share. Uh, he shared images of what to kind of expect in the show. We finally got his rosters of friends, which include Nico Manuru, 
Lonnie Lincoln, Amadeus Cho, Harry Osborne, Pearl Pangan, and Gene Fockeltal. And speaking of Osborne, we do see that in this story, his mentor not being Tony Stark is going to be Norman Osborne. Norman. With the waves, like the OG animated series. So. Looks so good. But also on top of that, we're getting more villains, which we're getting Otto Octavius, we're getting Carmela Black, we're getting Butane, we're getting the Mm. Rhino, we're getting Tarantula, Speed Demon, Scorpion, the Chameleon, and ultimately the Unicorn. What do you think about this show? So, So my first like initial reaction was... Nah, like at first, like oh, having no knowing forgot, nothing about it, and I forgot Charlie Cox will be back voicing Daredevil in this in this show. That's even greater. That's even greater. But I had been for like like I said, I was I was apprehensive because I I think I've told you how I feel about Spider Man as a teenager. Yes. I don't care about it right now. I don't want to see it anymore. I'm tired of the coming of age stories in general. Uh, so it didn't appeal. Like I assumed it wouldn't appeal to me, but. And I, and cause I thought it was going to be tied to the, uh, to the MCU more so in that it was part of, you know, Spider-Man. I'm glad it's not hot take. And I'm going to put it's it out better first. I think that we're getting all this animated stuff because this is me thinking Spider-verse. Like big, bigger picture, not Spider-Verse, but when the okay. universes do collide in the future mm-hmm. coming of the MCU, mm-hmm. I feel like the animated universe yes. will eventually become live action. Mm-hmm. And while I know the Spider-Man origin story gets really fucking old, uh, I am excited Fast. to see what they do because I feel like Right now, they're making it very distinct, right? We have the animation, we have the live action. They'll eventually join. Oh, so so I don't even think that they'll go as far as making them real people or like making them real. They're they're gonna have. I I can see them having straight up in animated things interacting with human things because, I mean, have we not seen that it works with Rod? Like you know, you, Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out in the '80s and that worked just fine. So they can do it now. You know, very these true. people are used to talking to sticks and not not actual things you know what i mean like they're talking so i think that's one of what we said is going to happen i pretty much um but the reason that i'm not so apprehensive now is because uh, my biggest worry was that oh this is this is the this is i did say speaking of speaking of i did state and people called me crazy and in Mm -hmm. dr strange of multiverse of madness we were gonna end up in an animated universe and we oh, did. I did say that. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. There are some people That's out smart there. smart though. There are some people out Be, there calling me kind of crazy, but but you know why you know why I thought they would do that? Simply because of the, the fact that you that that Spider-Verse was such a hit and that it introduced such having um exploring multiverses and things like that, and how 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 when it's done right, it can be a, a, a massive hit. Granted, you know, they were, I mean, we know that they needed to go somewhere big after this, after Thanos. How do you get bigger? I mean, you could have gone Galactus, but you didn't, and that's okay. I forgive you. Still haven't gotten him on screen. He's coming. I know. I know. I'm just, I'm, I, 
I've been. Do you not remember Fantastic Four too, Felipe? Yeah, but that I know what what I'm saying is like I need them to make up for it in terms of the bullshit cloud that I got that was supposed to be Galactus. I'm still mad about that over a decade later. They will. When oof, but um, I'm more hopeful about the show because of the fact that it isn't Tom Holland Spider Man that it is a different Spider-Man and that he does get Norman as his mentor. That's the key to me about enjoying this whole thing is the idea that wavy hair uh, waves in his hair. Norman Osborn is the guy who's going to be his mentor. It's great. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it again. Uh, now I'm into it. I agree. Uh, the next, next up on the Marvel animation slate was what if we're getting what if season two and it'll be arriving sometime in 2023. And it'll reunite the viewers with the watcher. Those who actually were in the ballroom for uh, the animation panel got a little sneak peek at the first episode, which included Peggy and Natasha Romanoff going up against the Hydra Stomper and okay. Steve Rogers. Addition, okay. uh, additional and familiar but surprising characters for season two will include Yondu, Yondu, sorry, young Peter Parker, Ego, Shang-Chi, Valkyrie, Korg, Tony Stark, Wen Wu, Odin, the Red Guardian, and more. And considering there's always more than one reality now, we're probably going to get a season three. Oh, but oh, the, the, they're going to milk. Look, so there's one thing Disney does do as the overall parent: they milk properties. They milk them hard. I really liked what if season we're gonna one. Get some of these. There were some so episodes I. that I didn't like. That I didn't like the more than the, the others. I love the Doctor Strange one. My favorite episode. It's not my favorite, but I love that one because it's so like the idea of having all that power and then, well, why wouldn't you try to do this to like change time? Definitely my favorite episode will probably the Killmonger one. And um, oh, that was great. And the um, the Ultron. OK, like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the finale was really cool. And I also love the Star-Lord one with uh, the Star-Lord Lord with the tall. I think yeah. that might have been my favorite one. I have the figure. I had to buy it immediately as soon as it came out because I loved it that much. Um, I'm very excited about what if. I would like to see that. What I would like to see them do, though, every now and then is maybe pull some of the comic ones that, that I've seen before because there's some there's some wild yeah, what there ifs. Is. Yeah, there there's is. some really crazy what ifs that I've seen. Somehow they got Wolverine to fight himself as Weapon X in one. It's, I'm, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited about the what ifs. Um, I agree. I want to see more zombie stuff in the what. I really want them to, to, to. Here's the thing. I just want Marvel zombies already, like proper. You know. Speaking of Marvel zombies, that is next up on the animation slate. Uh, from season one episode of What If, they explain that the background of the series will be showing up a concept concept art of the upcoming show. But come on, uh, you know we got. They, the big reveal in this panel was that the heroes that are going to, going to be going up against against the zombies are Yelena, Katie, Kate Bishop, Jimmy Woo, Death Dealer, Shang-Chi, and Kamala Khan. So I'm actually really excited. Jimmy Woo. That. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy I Woo. love that. Okay, so yeah. I have to talk about how that's one of those characters that, like, I really like his character. It's like Agent Coulson. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm trying to think if there's any other agent. Ah, Maria Hill's a so those are the heroes. The zombies in this show are gonna be Hawkeye, Abomination, Ghost, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, and Icarus. Ghost is a zombie is the 
terrifying concept. And I'm really excited for this show because it's going to be rated TVMA. Good. Look, that, that, okay, so that gets me excited because That's that opens like the, the door for, yeah. well, but see, it's also the thing that says, hey, you know, this guy over here who beats up thugs in Hell's Kitchen, why don't we, he might be MA too, because oh, yeah, I need well, that. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll, that. We'll talk about We'll get that. to that, but I need it. I need blood. And then finally, last but not least, Marvel Studios X-Men 97 is here. We got a lot of information for this one. The we biggest piece of it. Leather Daddy Magneto. We do. I'm into it. The team, obviously, if you watched the original series, you know that it ended off with Charles Xavier team? with Charles Xavier passing away. And I'll let you do yeah. the honors. Well, it's Cyclops, Jean Grey, Wolverine, Gambit, Beast, Storm, Jubilee. I said Rogue, right? Yes. Okay, Rogue. Um, d- uh, question. You're missing. One. They only showed. They only showed the main the main squad, Beast, right? Did I say? Did I leave out Beast? Nightcrawler. Night. That's the one. That that's what I was gonna say. Because there's somebody who wasn't on the original show. Because Nightcrawler yeah. was only one who ever popped up in those episodes where they would go find other mutants. Yeah, and that's the one we hear is you learn his origin and how Mystique is his mom and all that stuff. Uh, I'm glad that the, there's only one other X Men that I would have liked to see on that on uh, on this roster. Okay, two. Colossus and Psylocke. Those are the only two other two I would have liked added. I'm fine that they're not there, but it would have been great to see them kind of you know get those spots because well you know Colossus just looks great in that in you know in those. He just looks great, and I would like to see him animated. <laughs> I agree. I'm super excited about this. The uh, my favorite, one of my favorite animated shows, kind of got me into all this was this show. So, um, and then for those who don't know, the way the show was put on Disney Plus, and I think the way the show was originally aired was really out of order. It was terribly out of order. Terribly. So. Now, as a treat to fans, Disney Plus put it up in the original story order. So, so what's you... funny is there was this weird gap. It would it would go from you had the Phoenix Saga to a bunch of weird episodes in between, and then it would go to the Dark Phoenix Saga, and then it went to a point where it's just like Jean Grey was still alive, and it's it was a very messy, messy. And then there's the last season where they yeah. just said, the, "Yeah, you look." So, if you haven't ever watched it. You don't have, I don't ever suggest anybody ever watch the last season of that show only because the animation is so bad at that point because it is uh, that's uh, Haim Saban wanting to cut as many corners as he possibly could on the animation. So it's not good. I, I wouldn't watch season four. But everything before that, worth a watch. I, I constantly go back to watch the Phoenix and Dark Phoenix sagas because I think they are, it's just them taking Chris Claremont stuff and putting it in animation. And I like that it, this isn't a reboot, that 97 is a continuation. Exactly. And when I say Leather Daddy Magneto, y'all need to understand that they went from... If you know, you know. His, if you don't know, if you know, you know, go Google the panel and go Google, Google that comic it up. book cover. Because that dude has gloves that go all the way up to his shoulders. That dude... 
is looking to get whipped. But anyways, 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 I'm very excited about this, Felipe. I'm so excited. So finally, moving on to the final panel of the, not going to say final panel of the weekend, but probably the final panel of the weekend, at least for me, that got excited one. about stuff. Big one. Marvel Studios is finally back in Hall H, and we got a lot of things. Not not what everyone wanted, but I think they're saving the good stuff for D23, which is coming up really soon, Mm -hmm. because obviously you would hold your cards cards closer. People were bitching and moaning about, oh, the MCU doesn't have a direction. We don't really know where they're going. It does have a direction, finally. Well, we finally got it. Not finally, but if you've been paying attention, you knew where this was going. Mm-hmm. We finally got it. We're getting the two last projects of Phase 4, which are She-Hulk Attorney of Law. That will premiere August 17th. Can we talk about that real quick? Not I super... Have a... Go ahead. No, I just have... I have a massive problem with that show. What? I don't know if you heard the story about Disney execs and how they felt about her, about how she looked. No, I so, did not. So the number one note that they kept coming back to the people doing the show was she's too bulky, slim her down, make her more ladylike, make her more feminine. My big issue with this is she's not jacked enough. She's not. I I don't like I don't like I don't like that they caved in and made her look just. What is wrong with having a jacked chick girl beating being a lawyer and then being a fucking Hulk? Like, yeah. no, I agree because I because it's a real that. body type. Oh yeah, yeah that that's the part that bothers me so much is that like, why do you have to fit her into a mold of what what is expected of of a, of a woman? What's expected to be feminine? Why can't she be jacked and feminine? That the those two things can exist at the same time. Anyways, that that that's my whole thing on that show. It it that just really pisses me off about it. That's the one bad thing about it for me. That's all. I agree. Uh, the CGI is not looking that good either. But you think that you think that that's a that that's kind of. I mean, you think they're gonna they would fix it, right? Uh, it, they rebuilt the trailer. They rebuilt the trailer, and the trailer was really good. It looks somewhat updated to be a little bit, but not super crazy. Okay. Um, the big reveal that's, the, that's such a curiosity man the big reveal of the trailer was that uh i mean wong was in the first trailer but wong would be active yeah. in this but the <clears throat> trailer revealed a look at matt murdoch the daredevil in his yellow suit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm super excited about that and i'm actually really really excited to get that going, get Matt Murdock back, get Charlie Cox back. I know. I am particularly stoked about the show because I think it's going to lead us to World War Hulk. So I have to ask you something about that show. So what? we have. I want to get to Daredevil fast. Well, I'm we'll so get to Daredevil in the order that it comes in. So that that's that's what I'm saying. So I'll, I'll save what I'm going to ask you about that show till then. Black Panther is the next movie and the next and final movie of the Phase 4. The trailer was When does really, it come out? It comes out November 11th. Uh, Namor is coming to the MCU. 
as the kingdom of Wakanda reels after the death of T'Challa, the late Chadwick Boseman. This movie has gone under a lot of reshoots, a lot of redirects, a lot of new shootings. The trailer was awesome. I'm excited for this movie. I'm excited to bring back the level of seriousness into the MCU. Mm-hmm. That it's it's kind of giving, you know? It's right? gotten a little that, silly. That it's been missing for a bit. While I do hate that Chadwick's not around for this movie, I do have strong faith that Ryan Coogler would do him justice. Bro, you have also, Angela Bassett. Give talking the, about being a queen. Give the best line of dialogue in a trailer that I that people talk about Captain America saying, I don't know what we'll do if we don't win. We will. Yeah. Whatever. This line is gonna win. This is different. This line of dialogue. This line of dialogue was so powerful and so emotional that I got a little teary-eyed when I saw the trailer the first time. Oh, I'm teary-eyed now. (laughs) Um we get Namor the Submariner. The first mutant. The first mutant. I don't know if they're gonna go with that in the MCU. No, they won't, but I just like saying that. I'm ruined. I just like saying it. I'm real intrigued. Um they pull a lot from uh, Mesoamerican societies for the look of uh, Atlantis. They Which is great because that fits the like that. That's one thing I do appreciate about Marvel. They really, really get details right. So I hope I, I like that they're what they're doing. This is, was one of those trailers that I was really excited about. Really, really excited about. Oh, one hundred percent. I am so excited for it. I excited for uh, brown representation in the MCU. Finally, I got a little teary eyed about that. I got teary eyed. I cried listening to the actors from Mexico talk about how much it means to them. Not only how much Marvel actually went into the Mesoamerican cultures, but also mm-hmm. their 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 job in respecting it. The same thing they did with African American cultures or African cultures, I should say. Uh, when making the first Black Panther, I hope that the cultural shock it had for African Americans, I hope that it can do for uh, Latinos and and Hispanics and yeah. and, and 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 all of our people because that is personally We're for me very important people. Really, really exciting. So we have a very important role in this world, and everybody loves us without even knowing that they love us. Hey, you really like that tortilla you're eating over there? Well, that's where it came from very true a lot also a lot with african-american culture a lot Seriously. of things that we have is because of the culture yes. they've, that they've established and a lot of people well, don't okay. realize that there's a whole group of people that, that just doesn't understand that that's where life begins that yeah. that's literally where life begins it that it, i mean granted it was all it, all the contents for you know it was a lot different then but africa is essentially the birthplace of us as people for the most part you yeah know? i agree it's, it's the real homeland it's facts um just the truth hot take maybe my hot take for this movie Ooh. i think we're getting doom in this movie and I think, do you think he's coming in as a as a um, he, he, we're getting Victor Von Doom. We're getting right? Victor Von not, Doom. Or at the very least, we're getting Victor, but we're not getting Doctor Doom. We'll probably get a tease of the mask, maybe. 
I think so. Do you think that would be, you think they would save that for like an after but, credits thing? But this is what I think. There's a comic book run that came out in 2012, I believe, uh-huh. where Victor Von Doom sends uh, troops to go steal Vibranium. Yep. And there is a scene. There's there's two reactions to that scene in the trailer where there's mm-hmm. like a piece of water or like a piece of block being lifted out, out of the ocean. People think that's them lifting Namor out of the water. I think that's Victor's Von Doom's military team running in see that too. to steal vibranium from okay. I like the, that. the nation of Wakanda. I like that idea. That's a great way to bring that in because that is something that he, that's something that he would do. That's something that Victor Von Doom would do. And then Namor is sometimes a good guy, sometimes a bad guy, sometimes the anti-hero. So I feel like maybe we'll get them joining forces in this movie. So I'm super excited about him possibly becoming an anti-hero in this movie and watching him. We already have Reed existing real quick. So I was going to, we are going to get to see do my, look, I like that you brought that up. And I'm excited about Namor too. I, it's I'm, a hill that I'm gonna, it's it's a hill that I'm gonna fucking die on. Victor Von Doom needs okay. to be in this movie. That's a good one. That's it. Well, look, man, you know how I feel about Doom. I want. I've been dying for. Uh, they, look, it's the fact that it's, we know it's inevitably happening. That's enough for me on that. I, I know he's coming at some point. I'm just dying to see who gets to play him. I agree. That's uh, that. That is a uh, that's some fantasy booking if I've ever had any. Just I've uh, who the hell could yeah okay anyways the I'll big reveal that. of all of this is that phase four five and six now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are officially known as the multiverse saga we had mm-hmm. we had the infinity saga and now mm-hmm. we have the multiverse saga phase five starting off with a banger of a movie Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Coming out so you saw who's in it, right? February 17th, February 17th, 2023. It will feature the introduction of King the Conqueror, aka uh, Jonathan Mayer Majors, who will meet Scott Lang, aka Paul Rudd, in the quantum realm after Scott is mysteri- mysteriously sucked in there, along with his daughter Cassie, Hope Van Dyne, Hank Pym, and Janet Van Dyne. There was God, footage. There was footage shown yeah. in Hall H where Bill Murray has a cameo as an old acquaintance mm. of Janet Van Dyne's from within the quantum realm. Okay. But, but given Kang's role in one of the two Avengers titles announced on Saturday, which we'll get later, mm-hmm. all eyes are now on Majors, how he will reshape the narrative of the MCU, plus director Peyton Reed confirmed that this confirmed to the crowd that another great Marvel villain will be introduced in this I movie. I know who it is, and I'm excited. And it's we Modok. The, uh, was it, I think it's... Uh, Modok, yeah, there's rumors being that it is Corey Stoll, who played Yellow Jacket in the first movie, would kind of check yeah. out because his okay. helmet is at the end of time, and it's a really enlarged helmet. It is. So huh. I'm excited for this movie. 
many people think that Modoc could be working for Kang in this movie. Uh, there's a line of dialogue between. What's the name of uh, the wasp of of uh, Yellow Jacket's character? I always forget his name. Ah, uh, Corstal. Like the the main character. That's his name. I think so in the movie, or that might be. Uh, the, uh, that's what I meant. Like in the actual thing. Not sure. Not sure. Okay. I would have to. I, I wonder if they're gonna call. So you know what, um, you know what Modoc's name is, right? Like the like what it stands for. Enlighten us and the viewers. Okay, so I I don't know if they changed it, but originally, Modoc stands for. Uh, it's it, it's kind of ridiculous. It's mental organism designed only for killing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, knew that. Yeah, and before that. I, I forget what it was. There was a C and not a K. I forget what it stood for. But he was a he originally the character was a um, he was, a, I think, a technician or a scientist or a researcher for AIM for advanced idea mechanics. So it makes sense having Yellow Jacket become him. It would it would make it sense for the MCU, at least, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. For for the MCU, yes. And like Modoc has been in a lot of. It's funny because he is a, a villain who has appeared in in a few things before. He was uh, featured often in the the um, Iron Man series from the '90s, the animated one. Of course, he was a little more comedic there because he's pretty. He's pretty ridiculous. He is a giant floating head. He's a giant. He's he, it's hard to describe him because his his body is the chair, I guess, and his head is on it. Is it's just massive. And he's got tiny yeah. little, little little tiny flappy legs, little arms, <laughs> and then he floats on a little rocket thing, and that's Modok. But he's got that big like uh, jewel energy thingy on his in on his forehead that can fire lasers and so on and so on. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I great. don't. Yeah, but the point is, is that's I'm really happy to see that character get introduced, finally, I'm and excited. also you know, Jonathan Majors, fucking <laughs> like Kang. I'm excited for it. Uh, next project up that I was kind of surprised got a show. Ah, uh, one second. The next show, which I thought was going to be the next big event, is actually just a show. Marvel Studios Secret Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion, yeah. It'll be released sometime in spring 2023. Did they say how many episodes? No idea. Uh, They did reveal of Colby Smulders, Maria Hill was on hand to to preview the the trailer. They Mm -hmm. showed a little teaser. Um, It is rooting back to the gritty and grittier political thriller, which they often compared it to the same vibe of... um, uh, Winter the Winter Soldier, the Winter Soldier. Uh, thank God, Samuel Jackson. So much. Uh, will be there as long as uh, Nick Fury. Ben Mendelsohn will be there as the Scroll Talos. Don Cheadle, James Rhodes, which yeah. many people, and I'll give Sean his credit here. Sean Mott from Metalcore Nerds did state that he thinks Don Cheadle is a scroll. That, like War, that. War Machine is a scroll. You also get Martin Freeman, Everett Ross, who's also going to be in Black Panther 2. Joining mm-hmm. them is Kingsley Ben Adir, 
who he has a confrontation with Nick Fury in the trailer and he does often shapeshift into different identities and identical forms in a confrontation with Nick Fury. You also have Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark brandishing a gun. And Amelia Clark obviously is from Game of Thrones, so we all know that. Mm. The overall vibe is uh, paranoia, foreboding, contributing to a, a larger anti-heroic thread that seems to run through Phase Five. That's sorry, my cat's losing his fucking mind outside. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Uh, so, you know what I, man? I know that this will never be a thing, but I, I really would like paranoia levels of like the thing. Okay, that's what they need to have. Where it's that that you you've obviously you've seen the thing, so you know that it's very much that. Oh, I can't trust this person, no matter how well I know them. It's that 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 red scare commies are invading us kind of paranoia where everybody just I. It lends itself to be something that can be really, really, really good, like really great. It's just, I hope they execute it. That's all. That's really all it comes down to. Because I like hearing that it is very winter soldiery, because that's still even now it's solidly locked into my top ten favorite Marvel movies. It's still one of my favorites. It's like top three for me. I, you know, it, it's probably to, I, I, I'd move it into the five for sure. It's such a, it's a Mar. It, I know it's a Marvel movie. A lot of the time, it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. It just feels like a really, really great action flick which is what I love about it because that's kind of the adventure Captain America would have. I can be on that pace too. Next up in the phase five slate would be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Excited. Releasing May 5th, 2023. They got a trailer for it at Comic-Con. And an emotional James Gunn and an emotional cast, including Chris Pratt, Karen Gillian, Palm, Sean Gunn, Will Poulter, and Maria Baklova, who will be playing Cosmo the Space Dog. Bakalova. So I butchered that. that name so terribly Bakalova. wrong. I'm so sorry. Debuted the first look at the Final Guardians film, which hinted at revealing how Rocket became a sentient walking raccoon. And Chukbudi Ujui who you may guys know, known as Murr from Peacemaker, plays the High Evolutionary, which he actually showed up I'm as... so excited. He showed up as the high, in the High Evolutionary costume and walked through Hall H and was stating how he's ready to perform science, like, perform... So you, so you know what he does, like, what the High Evolutionary does, right? Enlighten us, Anthony, because I do, so, but I'm going to listen to So he, he's... <laughs> Think of, uh, you know, I, I, this, is, this sounds terrible, but it's like, I think of him almost like a Nazi scientist. He's very much into genetic testing and like, like Mr. Sinister, in a sense. Mm-hmm. It, it's very high evolutionary is literally what it means. He's a guy who's trying to essentially, he's, he fucks around with evolution, but he fucks around, around with creatures uh, at a genetic level essentially is what he does which is why you would understand that would tie into rocket raccoon 
there's a picture of a baby of a baby raccoon confirm this. which happens to be rocket obviously real quick so it'll be he a was, really sorry he was he he i i'm trying to remember if he really ever ever makes big so he does make a, a big appearance in 90s marvel animation i oh. totally forgot about this he is the um he's the i don't know if you remember spider-man unlimited yeah okay that it's very weird for a lot of people it didn't click at the time so it got canceled after one season it's a really really interesting show where spider-man ends up on like an alternate earth that's very weird and there's a lot of genetic testing and things that are done there and one of them is the high evolutionary or at least i don't know if it's the same high evolutionary for that but it, anyways it, he's the ruler of counter earth and he's a master geneticist so i'm guessing they're they're not going that one they're probably going from the the, the 616 one right i i don't know i know that they showed a clips they showed a clip of uh adam warlock in this too okay kind of hoping he's the main <sighs> villain but it looks like they're telling us that the high evolutionary is so I really wonder what they're going to do with Adam Warlock in this movie. But apparently he looked really good. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And like, he's, he's the high evolutionary is like very much involved in a lot of just. So, you know who, okay. So you do understand who he's tied into, right? Like, like that he's tied into the Maximovs. Like in, in the, in the, what do you call it? Like, in, not, they're not going to do that in the MCU because they've already told, they're already telling the story of the Maximovs yeah. of Wanda and all that. But in, in this one, like he very much, um, he lives on a mountain and they, they actually did this in, in uh, X-Men, the animated series where Magneto meets Wanda and. Yeah. Pietro he meets him at uh, Mount Wondergore, right? Ex so exactly. And, um, the person living there is none other than the high evolutionary and yeah. and they take yeah so the, the point is is that he's in you know kind of involved in that that'd be really cool but kind of a stretch i think for the mcu sadly he tried to find so she okay so she gives their mother gives birth to them there on the mountain and he essentially tries to find them a home okay like with adopted parents mm -hmm. and all that uh and then that's it pretty much huh? he gave them away to a gypsy couple granted you know gypsy is a, a word that you don't use nowadays but you know at the time that's what it was next up on the marvel slate is echo which will review yeah. which will premiere summer 2023 2023 holy crap it is a spin-off series from the show hawkeye including maya lopez who is played by none other than alaco cox mm -hmm. in the series she will get sydney freeland and Catronia mckenzie is directing the show confirmed that vincent d'onofrio will be reprising his role as kingpin for this show and also confirmed another property that charlie cox aka daredevil will be in uh matt murdoch uh, i'm excited for this show i hope that now that they're getting a little greedier they can get super gritty with this stuff 
Uh, this is what was so good about what Marvel was doing when they were on Netflix, where you had the ground level shows, where you had the this is the not world saving teams. Not that they're not heroes, but they're they deal with more everyday problems that uh, that the average person has to deal with and it in terms of like saving the average person and it was confirmed not- by mtv or kevin feige via an mtv news interview that wow. spearheading the street level stuff will be daredevil and spider-man and probably captain america too yeah. i'm assuming yeah. uh, so i'm really hoping I'm but really maybe hoping we're talking we street level Luke. maybe we're talking like street level and then like captain mm-hmm. america's like national threat level maybe but I, well, you know where I want to see, you know what I want to see Captain America doing? I want to see Captain America doing espionage things, doing things like, like we saw in Winter Soldier, essentially. That, that's what his level of stuff should be, kind of dealing with national issues, like you said, uh, or globe, you know, maybe, uh, you know, some global things, having to go into other countries like we do. But, you know, um, I, I, like, I like that there are levels to the heroism for Marvel right now. And that they that they've really fleshed out this universe the way they have. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what other ground level heroes they'll bring in through Daredevil and through other things like that. Yeah, I'm are we gonna get Are we gonna get to see Punisher back at some point? You know, do uh, I I read that possibly what's her name can come back in as uh, Kristen Ritter as uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, that would be really cool Which, too. That's a lot. There's. And you know what? Maybe maybe redo Luke Cage. Keep everything the same except for the second half of the show. Don't touch the second season, or don't touch God. the first season. God, that that's oh no no no! It's just I I after they kill Cottonmouth, you know, who's also Mahershala Ali. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is like yeah, I know, right? But he's in bigger right? shoes now. Ugh, I know, right? That's you know, okay. Part of me does want them to do that at one point. Like, I really want a multiverse version of Chris Evans as the Human Torch because you're telling me that it can be a thing. Yeah. So give me that. Give me, give me Chris Evans, Captain America, interacting with Johnny Storm, Chris Evans at some point. Next up on the slate is Loki season two, which will be coming out summer 2023. They didn't really touch a lot on this one. But there's a lot of leaked images on the internet. You know, we got the ending, just, and se- we got the ending in season one of Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. being revealed, and one of my favorite scenes of all time. I've never felt paranoia and anxiousness than Loki telling you know Mobius, "Hey, it's so good, Mobius, hey, we need to fucking get ready." If Loki's scared, I'm fucking scared. That's all I got to yeah. say about that. So real quick, for those who don't know enough about Kang, um, there's a really great uh, Avengers animated series they did a few years ago, uh, Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. It's on Disney Plus, and they touched on a lot of like really um, on a lot of comic booky storylines. They covered they covered everything that they could cover uh, in the two seasons that they got, but in one of the big arcs, Kang the Conqueror is a big thing. And it's about maybe two, I want to say it's like a two-parter, maybe three-parter. But if you want a quick refresh on Kang and, you know, who Jonathan Majors is going to be, who who is at the center of the current saga, 
um well then you should go watch that because that's a really good way to get all the like at the very least the skeleton of information that you need for that character now secondly about loki you were talking about how that scene at the end was a big thing for you there's a scene in that show that is a massive deal for me because you know me i'm mr softy romantic here uh the scene when they're sitting together staring into each other uh, other's eyes and and it's real as the uh, the world behind them is absolutely obliterating and ending and oh, they yeah. fall in love essentially I, I can't i can't get over how much i love that that scene i i love that whole show i'm i'm so excited to see it get a season two i i want to see more owen wilson can't get enough of that guy yeah wow that guy god he's great um, their, their relationship really carried that well i think the you know that okay that's a show that had really good chemistry across the board um i thought it was i thought it was great i loved it <laughs> and i'm stoked for the second season i agree 100 percent. next up on the marvel slate is crap i like scrolled all the way down uh, Marvel Studios Blade that is coming out November 3rd, 2023. No, cast, a, no casting announcements made. Movie or show? Movie. Okay. But Kevin Feige did confirm that this is the reboot of the Marvel Comics Vampire franchise with Mahershala Ali. No, no other news was given about this. There's a big rumor going around that Anthony Starr who plays Homelander in The Boys, is rumored to be Dracula in this movie. Yeah. No more information on this movie, but what are your expectations, Blade? So my only disappointment about Blade is that they are not releasing it on October 31st. That's just a missed opportunity. Uh, I actually would like for it to be out in the month of October, but that's just a nitpick. There's still time. The fact that they're still, I they hope, could I hope move it a week up just to do I that. I hope th- that's what I mean. Let's just literally move it a week. But anyways, that's just me nitpicking. Um, I mean, Endgame uh, was moved one week. That's true. To the we last week that. of April. So. Um, so my thing about it is as of now, I have nothing but excitement for it because I don't know any details beyond what we know. And what we know is very little as of now, other than it's happening and that it's a thing and who's Blade. And I really like the idea of that casting for Dracula. So there's a lot of things. Look, man, just make it good. You couldn't get me Wesley and I'm fine with that. I can live with that. But just make it good. Because those first two Blade movies, Felipe, I swear by those. And yeah, I even do mark out a little bit when I see old, when I see old Paul Levesque as a vampire in the third one. God, the third God, one sucks, that, but it's so dude, good. It sucks so hard, but Triple H is in it. Shit. <laughs> but it sucks so good. Like it's I it, know. It's, I forget that Ryan Reynolds is in that too. Yeah, he is. That's ironically that's so wielding two swords, two swords too. And, uh, by the way, that was also like the triple H that wasn't roiding, so he was kind of like uh he was off his cycle, so he was clearly a little soft looking at times. It, it was great. I love that movie. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. following blade in the phase five it is marvel studios Ironheart, which is set to Excited. premiere fall 2020 2023 no real date 
given yet besides that it is fall. It, no real information either besides that Riri Williams will be introduced in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. If you guys know the comic book, you know Iron Man is a real big part of her life. Yep. And I wonder how they're going to change that out. So I'm wondering if maybe... Maybe it's one of the female roles from Wakanda. Maybe yes. it's a, I think, a great I, way. I think, I think Shuri takes on that role. And Shuri was smarter okay. than Tony Stark. So yes, fuck it. Why not? Let's do it. Um, all we got is that it will have uh, the head writer, Sam Bailey, from Dear White People, and Angela Barnes, uh, who directed Blindspotting, is directing the series. So okay. I'm actually really excited for this. You know, I, I, I just based on what I know about the character and the comic books and all that, I'm I'm in on this one. Following up uh, this Ironheart series much. will be Agatha Coven of Chaos, which was originally named Agatha House of Harkness. So we got a little old classic Marvel Comic Con name switch mm-hmm. there. This is premiering sometime in winter 2023 or 2024. This picks up after the WandaVision spinoff. It'll be centered around Catherine Hans, Agatha Harkness, with so no good. real information given here. Besides that, the writer who wrote WandaVision will be writing this show as well. That's good. There's some continuity there. I'm very excited about this because uh, Catherine Hahn as Agatha was fucking killed it. one of my high dude I will I can go back and watch that um the montage uh, when when you see her being when she's revealing that she was behind everything yeah and she does that fucking so little good. look to the camera where she's like oh I it's perfect it's great I loved it uh I loved it as in her in that and I'm very excited about her getting her own thing i think she's i always go back to her being uh when she was in stepbrothers and she was talking about about just stuffing john c Riley inside of her god it's, god that's so it's one of the it is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in any movie ever and so to see her go from putting john Riley, john c Riley into her to being agatha harkness i'm I'm yeah, I'm very excited for this one. This is this is one of the ones that's kind of up there for me just because I really enjoyed her in WandaVision. Oh yeah, I agree. Plus, you know, I also really am into the I really like the exploration of like the witchcraft and the magic stuff in Marvel. Cause you know, we've seen all the advanced tech already. And like we've seen the science and all that. Give me more magic. Next up. Which you wanted to talk about for quite a bit now. We have Daredevil Born Again coming to the MCU winter 2023 slash 2024 or spring 2024. I'm sorry. Mm. One of the biggest revelations of this is that season one is fucking 18 episodes. Yes, that's the part that I, I I just like lost my shit over. Well, that and the fact that it's happening. The but fuck we're doing with 18 episodes. I'm just diving right into this. Dump Foggy and dump Karen. Let's lose let's lose the crying girl and let's lose the sad sack of shit. No, they're Charlie, essential to who he is in the oh no, no. I mean the recast. I mean just recast those two. I don't I don't mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm look, dude. 
Karen is one of the most annoying characters I've come across in a long time because every all she look, she gets a lot done, but by God, she cries the whole time. Like she cries that whole show. Anyway, the question I wanted to ask you earlier is, um, and I know they will. They they're they're probably going to, uh, not probably, they're going to. They're gonna change up the costume. Now, what do you want to see for that new costume? Do you want to see them pull one of his alternate looks from the comics? Because there was that run in the 90s where I'm sure you've seen the image where he's got like a primarily dark colored suit. Uh, I, would gray, and then I would like the has gray like the with red like plating. the red letters. I would that's the that. one. Okay, want, so that's want, what you want to see. I want that. I also want Did the you see yellow the mock-up suit, image I, that they did? Which I think we're getting the yellow suit in She-Hulk, so we'll see how it yeah. looks, but I would want the dark suit with the red letters. Have you ever seen his... Have you ever seen the orange and purple one? No. From way no, we're, I'm talking like way back in the day, like when he fought Hitler, uh, because that happened. <laughs> you should look it up. You should look up Daredevil. Uh, I guess is just it's it's literally split down the middle in two colors. It almost looks like Slade. Oh wow! Uh, but again, that's and he's got like a he's got spikes for belt for a belt. Uh, it's not a good look. I never want to see that on screen, but if they do, I'd like to see it like in an animated thing. Um, look, man, there's only a few things that I really want from Daredevil uh, because the Netflix show, Netflix already had it down with that show. That show, that's the best of all of those shows. It's one of my favorite Netflix shows. I want it to be violent. I want it to be mature like the other one was. I... I want to see Vincent D'Onofrio crush someone's goddamn head to the point where it just disintegrates like it did in the first one when he's smashing that guy's head in the car door and he just does it until all you see is just the they they show this great image or angle of the body just falling without a head as and it's great it's great I need them to keep that level of 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 violence up and the other thing is give me another um give me another stairway hallway fight scene please oh yeah because Uh the the one in season one and the one in season two just fucking chef's kiss perfection so good no real direction Uh, on where this is going to pick up if it's picking up after the events of season three or if it's picking up if it's a if it's if it's a soft reboot it's been explained before that it's a soft reboot with a continuation don't really know I, how you can I do would that. really like for them to keep Bullseye. Too, I really don't. Good. Bullseye was so good in season three. Right? So right. good. So I really want them. Okay, it's fine if you're going for like a soft reboot, but if you're going to keep some things, keep that. Keep keep Bullseye. Keep Stick. Keep Electra. I forget that. Oh, man, I forgot how many. I think it's a soft reboot because just the way Wilson Fisk is in the MCU now. So I know. God damn it. That's great. That that is a character who has long been needed in there. God, you know that that means that there's gonna there will eventually be, at some point, Felipe, Tom Holland and Vincent D'Onofrio interaction. Oh yeah, and that excites me to no end because if there's one thing I loved in the anime, man, put Vincent D'Onofrio in a give him a diamond studded cane, and that is all I need. That's all I need. 
Uh, that's all I need because he Vincent D'Onofrio is a tour de force in that whole show. Hot take here. The Daredevil Ben Affleck movie is really, really close to my heart. Please. Oh, it is too. It's really close to my heart. Only because uh, Michael Clark B. Duncan played a yes. beautiful Kingpin. But Wait, what, I need, what I need... You added a B to his name. Like Michael B. Jordan. It's just Michael Clark Duncan. Whatever. <laughs> I know. It's just... No, it just abused... I, I, I thought it was great. I loved it. What I need is... In Fisk Tower, another scene, okay. another fight scene oh, at the top of his tower. With the sprinklers on. With the sprinklers going off. Yeah. White suit, Vincent D'Onofrio, and just Matt Murdock just going at it. That, oh, chills just okay. thinking about it. I really, 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 really. Okay, so there's there's a, this goes back all the way to, to like Spider-Man No Way Home slash Doctor Strange Multiverse, but I really, really, really wanted to see a world where we got to see like those shitty old Marvel movies that they used to make with like shitty Captain America or David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury. Like bring in those weird characters uh, in, in some kind of movie. But the reason I'm saying that is because part of me really wants to see them suit up old Ben in that outfit one last time to say, hey, Go act alongside a better daredevil, please. I want to see Ben Affleck in some multiverse shit pop up as daredevil. Bring please. me daddy, bring me daddy Ben right now. By the way, did you see the like? I love that people, someone put out this great tweet where the, it, it's the picture of him recently on a boat sleeping, right? Just like knocked out, all sloppy looking on a chair. And they're like, this man really went through hell, ate all them donuts. Until he came out on the other end and married JLo. Dude's fucking it's winning. True. It's like this dude just wins. Like, it's he's like, it's he's fucking wicked that he's winning. <laughs> God dang it. Also, real quick. They double Matt Damon does in Love and Thunder. They did. I that that's the that and uh they brought out Melissa McCarthy. We didn't even talk about the fact that they did the cameo thing, but yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited about Daredevil. It's going to be the best show. I am super excited about that, too. I hope that we... You know, one thing I do hope we get is because it is 18 episodes, maybe let us see Tom Holland pop up once or twice for funds. Because he they live... Okay, you can't have shows that happen in these cities with these heroes all living in the same city and never interacting. That's one of the best things that the MCU does. So please do that in their show. Have Daredevil interact with Spider-Man. Please. That's what I'm saying. Like you need these, and I and I think it'll happen. Next up in the slate five or phase five, I should say, it is Captain America: New World Order. Don't yeah, God, Eric Bischoff went on some fucking tirade can, about. Can, can how you he, imagine? Can how you imagine? the NWO trademarked this, and we own this, and oh it's my ours. God. Bro, does does he not understand that the people that New World Order? I'm not going to get into that. That's a yeah. whole other thing. Yeah, oh, that's a Anyways, whole other thing. We don't really know anything much about this movie besides that it is being described as more anxiety and dread in the MCU, giving the position of Captain America and the political commentary given in the show. I believe that this is probably going to tackle more of that. I like this. I'm very excited about it. First of all, you know, I like Sam Wilson. Uh, I it took love a while. Him. It took a while for me to like really 
because I just never was into a into Falcon like in the comics. So now he's finally Winter Soldier. The show uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier really went a long way with both of those characters for me. I agree. So I'm very excited about Cap. What do you think and he's gonna deal with? You think it's gonna be more? I think it's bullshit? gonna be a bit of racism. Obviously, oh, I think we're past. Kind of a... I I think we're past the Hydra stuff. Thank you. I, I this think, is America. I think we're also gonna touch on um, Sharon Carter being. Uh, why am um, I forgetting? Why am I forgetting? From, uh, on on what do you call it? The fucking island why degenerate I, city of Madripoor. Why am I forgetting um, the name? I am too. The main role player in uh, Magic Four, but, the, but there's a that there's a, a name. I now, know. I'll, and I'll I, look it up while you do this. I'll look it up. Just you, you do, you do what you I do. I do think it'll touch on that, um, and I think we'll also see some of Julia, Julia Lewis Dreyfus in this movie as well, because this this leads Elaine in dancing the whole way. This leads directly in to the Thunderbolts. Yeah. And Thunderbolts will be the last movie of Phase 5. Releasing July 25, 2024, Phase 5 ends with Marvel's answers to the DC Suicide Squad. Talking about casting another day, but there are plenty of candidates, which has been confirmed. The that power we... broker. Power broker. That's what it is. Son of a bitch. It's so simple, but I could not, could not get it. It has been confirmed that Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, a.k.a. Julius Louis Dreyfus, Baron Zemo, Daniel Brühl, Yelena Villanova, a.k.a. Florence Pugh, Ghost, Hannah John Kamen, Abomination, God, that's great. Tim Roth, John Walker, a.k.a. Wyatt Russell, and Taskmaster will be in this movie. <laughs> so so it's, good. It seems like we've gotten uh, a preliminary team. It's also been you know teased that, that we'll get more people yes. in the movie. Who that can be, who it will be, it has remained to be seen. So, if but, I'm correct, at one point in time, Venom was a member of the Thunderbolts. Venom, Harry Osborn. I know he, I know he was for sure. And Harry Osborn, I, Deadpool was part that, of Thunderbolts. True. Deadpool would be a, that'd be a great way to like, uh, but, but you know Deadpool's getting his own thing. So, yeah, he's getting his third movie. I hope. What do you think about phase five? It's pretty loaded. I like what they're see uh, because you and I are both uh, aware of things. I'm very excited about where it's heading. I'm very excited about that. There is um, like, I know that there were hints and that there were, you know, things that were pointing that way towards the next big, you know, thing and that it's always been there, but even so, um, it is it is hard and i understand when some people do gripe on it where it seems like there is no direction because i you know, part of the part of the thing about being a marvel fan nowadays is having to come to terms with this whole um with not being a gatekeeper you get yeah. what i mean yeah in fact being somebody who opens the gate and lets other people in and i have to I have to remind myself that not everybody is in as deep as you or as I. And so, you know, they might not be aware of these kinds of things. So yeah, I'm, they, they, they need a, a big end point that they can see coming like a Thanos, you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, 
but it is nice that that it's there that it's finally firmly there that you know kang and jonathan majors that's the next that's the big thing coming forward and that I, and i like that they didn't just i mean yes it has a lot to do with time but you know i like that kang is is gonna be a multiverse dude i love it i love it kang and all the other kangs i can't wait so good Next up, that's got... one of the fun thing, real quick, is 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 about Kang storylines. Is you know the things that like that where you can see multiple Kangs, and they're all different because they've each taken over their own universe, their own world, and then you what? Yeah, yeah. That there's so much with Kang. Oh, I'll be excited. Surprise! We got an announcement. We got multiple announcements for Phase Six. Phase Six yeah. ending. We got the ending and beginning to phase six. Nothing in between, which I'm assuming will be a little bit more Fantastic Four, a little bit more X-Men, but we'll see. hope so. We'll see. It better be. It better we got be. the announcement. We got Fantastic Four confirmed for November 8th, 2024. John Watts was directing the movie. He's no longer directing it. We don't have any news, no casting, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Assuming that'll probably come back. Uh Assuming the cast will be well, revealed at D23. Assuming, assuming that they even go back to Jim, um, I'm curious who they would, who, if they don't do that, if they don't go that route, who they would go with. I don't want Jonathan Krasinski to come back. I, I, He's dead. Let him be fucking cheese noodle, yeah, whatever the fuck yeah. he was. By the way, you know, that's one of my favorite things about that movie. Great stuff. Although I kind of wish I'd gotten to see Thanos do that to Wolverine, but I never did. So whatever, you know, whatever, Fox, thanks for ruining that. Um, Anyways. The last (sighs) two movies we're getting, for the first time ever, we're getting back-to-back Avengers movies. Not a year apart. Not not a year apart. Not two calendar years apart. We're getting... Avengers to Kang Dynasty coming out May 2nd, 2025th. And this will be the precursor to, last but not least, the end of the multiverse saga, which will be Avengers Secret Wars. That is coming out November 7th, 2025. Oh, it gets to be the Beyonder. It'll be, I don't, I don't think it's the Beyonder. They're not going to do it. I mean, no, I don't, I would like to see him. I think it's Kang. Really? Because I, I, I mean, I figure that's okay. Look, based on what we've seen, yeah, it's probably going to be Kang. But part of me really does want to see the, the Beyonder in some way. I wonder what that. I wonder what that Madam Web movie is going to do, in terms of what it's going to whatever throw keep out the fuck there. away from the MCU. <laughs> I know it's going to be a disaster, but I'm wondering what things they're going to throw out. Well, so to those who don't know, Secret Wars. Uh, can be taken from two very big comic book storylines. Secret Wars, the best the old, one or the other one? Uh, I'm gonna talk I'm about the 2015. Uh, Secret Wars, huge comic series, miniseries, uh, crossover event. Uh, that 2015, which Jonathan Hickman wrote, which they do adapt a lot of Jonathan Hickman stuff into the movie. Writer, they adapted his uh, his Infinity War storyline. Mm-hmm and a lot of other stuff. I really hope they adapt some of his X-Men stuff that he's oh, been doing. That's the best place to start. Because it's been really good. Uh, if you wow. guys don't know, there's a word dropped in the Multiverse of Madness movie, which was called Incursions. 
This basically means when two Earths collide, leaving only one. Uh, and that's kind of it, basically. Uh, in this, in the 2015 run, you have the main Earth, which in this universe would be Earth 616. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, you have the ultimate Marvel universe, which is Earth 1610. They both collide, leading to the destruction of both. And the coolest part about this is that you get variants of Marvel characters finding themselves and living in a post-apocalyptic planet called Battleworld. Yes. Doom is kind of responsible for it all. He's kind of spearheading this. I believe that they're going to switch Doom and Kang maybe and maybe have Doom be more of a Fantastic Four villain. That's just kind of what I'm thinking. Not really sure on that yet, but that's what I never know with Doom because Doom is kind of the thing about Doom in just the comics in general is yes, he primarily loves to fuck with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But this man has he's enough greedy. fuckery to go around. Yeah, okay. He's, he yeah. says, I am blessed with fuckery. I will spread it amongst all the heroes. 100%. And, and what's funny, so going back to the original uh, Secret Wars, when the Beyonder did all that, um, where he decided he wanted to see what would win good or evil. So he took uh, the, the superheroes of Earth. And he took the superheroes or the villains of Earth and he put them on the same planet and pretty much had him go at it, right? Secret mm-hmm. Wars. Um, that's also the the halfway through that. That's the very first time we ever get the symbiote spider suit, the black yep. spider suit. It's the first appearance. I know because that is the only one of those fucking comics that I don't have because I they wanted me to pay $250 for it. So my guess is it'll probably yeah. draw from the 80s run, uh, 2015. So, and the twenty one thing they have in common though is that at the center of both versions of it, Doom's fuckery is of course all over it. Yeah. Uh, in the original one, Doom gains the power of the Beyonder at one mm-hmm. point. Um, which of course, if there's anybody that shouldn't have, there's two people in the universe that should not have godlike abilities, and one of them is we've already seen, and the other one, well, it's only a matter of time till he does get them. Um. I'm yeah, I, 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 I'm very excited that Secret Wars is happening. It was inevitable because it's such a big event. Um, I still remember watching Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and literally grabbing the shit out of your arm when I they know. dropped the word incursions. I was like, it's I fucking happening. I, I don't care what's happening. Like, that's it. It's happening. That's confirmation. So, jumping to the animated stuff. Do, do you remember the when they had Secret Wars on Spider-Man, the animated series? Yes. That was always great because they they pulled in uh, they had Spidey putting the team together, which God, I really hope they they I love that route. I love the idea of again when Spider Man has to do mature shit, he's a great person to have do that kind of stuff. And I'm to sure be thrust we'll get, into the role of leader. And I'm sure we'll get X Men sprinkled in. Yeah. We already have an X Men. We already have a mutant confirmed in the MCU. Kamala Khan in the finale got revealed that she mm-hmm. is a mutant. They said the word. They said the word mutant, yeah, which is it matters. They said the it word does matter. They said the word mutation, and then in the background, unmistakably, you heard the X Men '97 theme. Of course, yeah. Um, which okay, so which I have to Secret say, Wars and a little corny, but still, it's okay. oh, I love it. I it don't was mind it. it. I it don't confident. mind it because look, I, the reason I don't mind it is because I marked the fuck out when they played the fucking uh, X Men animated series theme when Xavier came out when uh patrick stewart came out okay remember the score played it 
So I lost my shit then. I'm sure I will lose my shit when I finally get to the finale because I still haven't finished uh, the Ms. Marvel yet. Oh, spoiler alert, I guess. Sorry. Oh, Felipe, I already knew, actually. I spoiled for myself, oddly. Yeah. I did something I don't ever do. And then, obviously, you all know this ends to a kind of a soft reboot in the Marvel comics. It eventually rebooted and launching an on-new different versions of so many of the beloved titles. As some, but not all, characters from 616 and 1610 found themselves living in a somewhat free fashion timeline. I do think that whatever happens in Avengers Secret Wars, permanent. it'll be a reboot for the MCU. Yeah, which is which is a smart way to do it. And now, I mean, look, you I already know I'm pretty sure phase six is phase six is gonna be okay. The thing about not having, and let's not even throw the fantastic for it. The thing about not having the X-Men is there is mountains and mountains and mountains of stories to be told for the X-Men alone. Oh yeah. Like you could fill, you could do 10 phases of X-Men. <laughs> You yeah, know, exactly. uh, but and and not to just look, this is me being biased because I have said it before and I'll say it again and continue to say it that the X-Men are my favorite Marvel anything. Them and Spider-Man, like the un unchallenged kings. So just the fact that mutant was even said, the fact that that it's being hinted at so heavily, I'm very excited for phase six. For I'm very excited for phase five. I like everything that's happening right now it's really good it's really good dude i agree i'm so excited and i feel like we'll get some mutant uh information in there as well and i'm pretty excited about that so do you think they do a top to bottom recast of of x-men or do they bring in a few people i mean there's the rumor a few? there's a rumor going around that John Carlo is going to be Charles Xavier, which I'm on board I'm for, for that a thousand percent. Now so, I want it. I'm so tired of him playing a villain, um, but he's such a good villain. Like, but, 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 you, but, but okay. So, so now I have, now I have to do this though. Have you, you, have you kept up with Hickman's X-Men and with where they are now? I have not. I was so lost so, on that run. Xavier is not black or white. Oh. He, there's no such thing as black or white for this Charles Xavier. This Charles Xavier very much navigates in the gray to where there are times where you're like, is that really the ethical thing to be doing right now? Like, yeah. is that so? This isn't the old Charles Xavier where it's like he's firmly, I mean, he's not a bad guy either, mm-hmm. but it's for him, for this version that we have now, mutant kind it's it's like he's a lighter version he's not fully magneto but he, he you know he's not committing terrorist acts or things like that but he's he's still navigating in the gray which makes um casting giancarlo as him giancarlo as him is that's even better because if there's anybody who could do who, who could play gray area good guy it's that guy yeah, I agree. It, I think it would be great. But yeah, that that's kind of where Charles there's by the way, you're fine for not having caught up because they they've they have branched out into so many books. I was caught up and then I fucking lost it. But like, it's but it's hard because it literally it's like there's you're so following many spin-offs. one thing. Yeah. Yes. There's like you had 
there was the whole sword thing. There's Magneto just went on trial. There's all kinds of shit. Yeah, I just started Meanwhile, reading the trial of Magneto, actually. So, yeah, so there's a lot happening. There's a lot of stories to be told. Um, when they do eventually get to the X Men stuff, I really hope that they do draw a lot. Um, some not not primarily, but I do want to see some of the Chris Claremont stuff from the '70s and '80s, and I do want to see some of the stuff that happened under the Jim Lee, uh, you know, oh, those, yeah. maybe those first 20 X-Men runs. I, I'm dying to see what the costumes look like. That's yeah. one of the things that I, that's one of the things that I really, 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 uh, that's a make or break thing for me with the X-Men. Where do it you really want what, what suit are you wanting to see? I want to see some kind of a, I mean, it can look, it can't be straight up the Jim Lee bright colors and all that. But I want to see something that is kind of a combination of that with something that they do modern. Honestly, you could really just go the Hickman route for hey, those outfits. Yeah. Because those are really good outfits. Those are really well designed. The side that Cyclops look is good. Although, you know, maybe you do lose the 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 covery part of his head because it always makes him look like a fucking dick, literally. Okay. And yes, Cyclops is maybe my favorite x-men i know that's not popular he's a fucking nerd he is a he's like a um but he's a necessary character you know yeah. he has to exist he, he's 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 the most x-men of the x-men until he kills xavier but um that's neither here nor there i i, I do want to see kind of a mashup of modern and new maybe maybe they take that and they come out with something that we haven't seen in the comics before so it's something unique to the mcu you know that's also smart uh just don't do what they did for the fox ones uh, not that there's anything wrong with those but you know no no i don't need that again all it's, black is not cool is not what i want you know yeah it's needless to say that the mcu is in really good hands and <sighs> it's not dead after many people thought it would be final thoughts on all the comic con stuff that we just talked about i'm super excited there's another thing that that happened at comic-con that uh i really quickly do want to touch on i'm not going to go into detail because there's just too there goes fucking uh there goes odin along with thor just falling down um the other thing that that they started that they did was hasbro and uh well hasbro who does marvel legends uh announced a whole bunch of stuff that they're going to be doing they're doing a diamond select they're doing an apocalypse like from the animated series oh and nice. it's just it's just fully detailed it's really gorgeous looking they're doing um they're doing diamond select is doing a beta ray bill who is someone that is very long overdue uh yeah. to be in the mcu they're doing uh, a scorpion from the animated series they're also doing i think i sent it to you they're finally doing my my holy grail of X-Men figures that I don't have, they're doing Beast finally, Blue Beast. Yeah. Uh, he's coming in the lab coat and all that. Um, a lot of things got announced. They're doing, they announced the line for the, um, for the upcoming Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. So there's already images of what some of those characters, toy lines are always a good place to look at if you want to see what something is going to look like that hasn't gotten images yet. Yeah, because that shit always gets leaked exactly it, it always is but like some of these like wakanda forever figures are nuts um 
they're they have a she-hulk for the show they're doing a whole bunch there's just a lot um there's a three pack that's coming out and it's spider-man firestar and iceman and it's painted like the animated show spider-man and his amazing friends um i'm very excited about that but that's all for that because there's a whole lot of other figured things that happened and i can't get into that because that's another podcast i agree uh you, you want to tell listeners where they can listen to your podcast and follow you on social media yes you can follow me specifically just me at born to run underscore 19 uh you can find the podcast anywhere and everywhere you find podcasts when you do that uh, you don't have to subscribe but you can very you know you can leave me a nice review and uh, five stars so i'd very much appreciate it and you can find our podcast my podcast it's beards and balls and you can follow me on instagram at keeper of the faith underscore 512 on twitter at semi-fatguy94 and then you can follow my podcast on uh, instagram at latino nerd pod there's a link tree there it'll take you to our youtube channel which doesn't have anything uploaded yet because video editing's a bitch it's a pain. Uh, it'll take you to our twitter it'll take you to our tiktok it'll take you to a bunch of cool stuff so Anyways, guys, thank you for listening and have a good time.